Hello and welcome to Hmm Interesting Choice on the Radio for Scotland Network. Today's episode is our longest episode, so much like the case, I'll keep this brief. We are now available to subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher, so if you want to help us out, please go and subscribe. And now, today's episode, David Gray, White Ladder. Enjoy! And welcome to today's episode. Today's another guest episode with somebody who just described themselves as an 80s child. Let us say hello to Benjamin. 80s child, Ben. Yeah, it's not Benjamin, but what can I say? It's always a pleasure to be here. Good to meet you, Benjamin. Thank you. For the first time. For the first time. Today's episode was Ben's recommendation, David Gray, White Ladder. Yeah. I think we've all heard something off of this before. Of course. Yeah. But has anybody heard the album? No. Yes. Of course, I'm shocked. Did you buy the album, Bill? Yeah, I had the album back in the day. It was one of the first CDs that were gifted at a Christmas time, almost for a festive okay. themed episode. Let's hold a second, Ben. You're only going to get right up in that mic. Oh dear. You're going to want to get right up in it. So it was a, it was a Christmas present. Is that does that sound a bit better? Yeah. Well, that sounds fantastic. From Santa, White Ladder, 1999, 2000. <laughs> I believe one of the top five mm. best-selling UK albums of the year 2000. Well, the 2000s. And you were one of those sales. Yeah, I was. I was the one that tipped it into the top five. Yeah. <laughs> Just behind Idol, No Angel, which I'm sure we'll talk about later as well. We'll come I on don't to think that. So. <laughs> we're going to come on to that. Better than White Flag, but we'll save that for later. So. Has your opinion changed on that album? What did you think the last time when you listened to it? And it was, for this time when you were trying to generate funnies, yeah. was it better or worse? I realised that it had been an album that I just put on casually in the background and listened to for two years, perhaps without actually listening to. And now that I've listened to it, I've realised that it's definitely got two or three what I would still regard to be good songs on it, but it is ultimately quite repetitive and possibly suffers from damning amounts of mediocrity. Martin, can you go on top of that insult? This is going to be the David Gray, the roast. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't have this album. This was the first time listening to it all the way through. Obviously, you can avoid some of the singles. I enjoyed... I enjoyed the good songs. <laughs> and there were about I three... I didn't enjoy the good songs. There were about three or four of them. Okay. There's a good quote from David Gray uh, regarding songwriting. I'm as mystified now as when I started. I'm no closer to understanding the difference between the ingredients of a really good song and a mediocre one. And there's a lot of mediocre songs on this album. Spoiler alert, he doesn't know the difference between a good song and a mediocre song. The the, the Wikipedia entry has a quote from where he says he resents being dismissed as slight. In terms of his songwriting abilities, oh, okay, so he's just a short man. <laughs> the, people, um, the people see this album as like almost kind of too poppy, and he thinks he's got kind of more, more to give, hmm. or well, at least he did in the ten years ago. Well, this feels like, in retrospect, a beta testing version of Coldplay. Like it's the same kind of guitar, piano, and he yeah. does the exact same trick yeah. as Coldplay where he uses phrases from an anatomical book, yeah. like stuff like veins, heart, bones. Yeah. You just put them in and it sounds a bit deeper and a bit more complex, uh-huh. but they're all the same really boring songs every time. I would maybe even say that you've got some competent instrumentals that are just let down by the lyrics. I'll mm. probably... Actually, you know what? not going to agree with that. <laughs> so what the, what the, is it the lyrics are soaring or is it that the instrumentals aren't that competent? The instrumentals... I mean, I'm not musical, so I mean, anyone that can play a guitar, full stop. There's some good musical arrangements on it. There's some good arrangements, but they're so middle of the road. If you're into that kind of music, you'll enjoy it. This is Mm. your shit. Yeah, some of of it's a lot of like easy listening. Yes. Can we? Can we also just take a second to talk about how this guy sings? 
Mm. He sounds like a Bob Dylan impersonator or something, like a really bad one. I had to look he up what his nationality not... was. I did <laughs> what not that, know. What his actual name is? No, his nationality. Oh, yeah. Where he's from. Oh, with Manchester Cup support? Is he born yeah, in Manchester? Yeah, but I thought he was like Irish American or something. Mm. He hits these... But yeah, he's from Manchester. Yeah. He doesn't seem to know how to hit an actual hard pronunciation. <laughs> he just goes over soft vowels constantly. Uh-huh. There's some interesting readings. He tends to put like an American accent on though. Well, I, when we'll come to it in a particular song, but at one point it was like, yeah, you're, I can't understand the word you're saying. And I, wouldn't even, <laughs> I wouldn't even call it wailing. We'll uh, come he's on. not actually even trying to speak. Never mind actually sing. And we'll uh-huh. come, let's just jump into the first track then. Please forgive me. Now, I'm pretty sure this is like a Casio tone preset. Like, the whole song. That's like, exactly Cas- <laughs> what I've wrote down. I'm not even joking. I wrote Casio keyboard song. Yeah. Like, every single one has. And just, just playing Casio chords. Yeah, like, yeah. Dun. Press a drum rhythm to start off. And then just hit a wee bass chord. Dun. Yeah. And I remember this song. This got quite popular yeah, at one point. Yeah, this is the one that kind of like everyone remembers from the album, I'd say. So we yeah. talked about maybe, what, three or maybe four good songs on it, and I would put this in that bracket. It kicks the album off. Yeah, but then the rest of the album doesn't really follow it, but yeah, this is a memorable one. He's explaining a couple of weird things that happened to him on this song. Okay, so he's got lightning in his veins, yeah. apparently, uh-huh. which is... It's a good anatomical reference. It's a good anatomical reference, yeah. mm. again. That's what you're going for. But yeah. the way he describes it is like, it's a good thing. Like, it gives him lightning in his veins like he's some kind of superhero mm-hmm. charged by something. Yeah, and then he mentions something like, like a stone, I fall into your eyes. And he <laughs> says that like it's a romantic thing. Yeah, like stoning a woman yeah. is a romantic <laughs> thing for David Gray. Yeah, but then this brings me to like, and this is the part where I feel like that I'm po- probably definitely overanalyzing his lyrics. Mm. But um, it feels as if this is a kind of song about a man that is developing an unhealthy relationship with a woman from a distance and then kind of following her. Mm. Maybe even goes so far, and we'll talk about this later on, to accidentally kill her. Yeah. And then kind of have to run Ask away. Ask for forgiveness. Yeah. yeah. Oh, please forgive me if I act a little strange. I know not what I do. <laughs> please forgive me if I stalk you and murder you. I want to tell you how good it feels. Please forgive me, Your Honor. Yeah. If, but it's fine. You know, mm. I want to tell you how good it feels, but for reasons that I won't go into in my lyrics, because all my words are falling short. <laughs> and if we're talking here about putting lyrics together for an album, and in the very first song he says that his words are falling short, yeah. then that doesn't bode well. It doesn't bode well for the rest of the album. Uh, but it's put- good he's been honest up front about it. Yeah. Though. I mean, he's not got a lot to hide anyway, but uh, he comes out <laughs> with that. But uh, if you're He's not a complex character. He's, well, he's not even two dimensional. What a, what's another dimension? One. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the first dimension. What's that dimension, <laughs> eh? One. Yeah, put to one side the one dimensionality and put to one side my thesis that he's basically stalking and killing somebody. And put it to might one. Be a woman. It I might for- not be. I don't know. <laughs> I forgot you did the thesis on this. Yeah, yeah, no, I really looked into this. There wasn't a lot to look into, but I gave it a best shot. The other side of it is all that, you know, all my words are falling short. I, I don't know what to say. I want to tell you how good it feels. That's just kind of very romantic. And then you're thinking, is this the kind of poppy 2000s? The lyrics are a very standard mm. yeah, pop standard, love yeah. song. Yeah. But it's it's a nice arrangement. The melody's great, I think. Yeah. And then I, there's like... I think Casio do standard <laughs> work. <laughs> do. Gold standard like, work. He builds, he builds up on the Casio song about halfway through and then there's this nice sliding guitar riff that comes on. That's yeah. really that's nice. That's okay. That's quite nice. Pacey and catchy. Yeah. But then at the end, <laughs> did you catch he tries to turn it into like a dance or a race yes. song the, there's a big like there's, bass kick that comes from nowhere there's literally one minute and 30 of instrumental at the end of this song yeah which makes no sense whatsoever he's a songwriter poppy guy 
and he's going to unleash his drum and bass yeah. outro on the first song. I don't think he's going to endear himself to many fans. Yeah, I, I tries seem to come to, DJ a little bit on this. Yeah, mm. I seem to remember this song. I don't think that was on the single that was released. No. Um, I, did, I mean, we're talking here, and my lack of musical knowledge, it really goes in with the tempo at the end, and sort of it speeds up. But there's just like a boom, yeah. boom, 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 yeah, as if like it's a dance song, or and, a rave song. And then it's like an awkward setup for the rest of the album, because this is really the mo- one of the more one of the yeah. more upbeat yeah. songs. Well, this... I didn't know that he had previous albums, but what I, I read about them was... <laughs> I don't think anyone else knew either, judging no. by the sales. <laughs> but he was one of the standard folk pop singers. But this was the album that he started experimenting with uh, like electronic beats and things. And I think mm-hmm. that was his, the producer that he worked with on this. Yeah. That, that was him trying to get his style, mm-hmm. which is basically folk songs, but like with a boom boom This is kind of like... If I had to make a film and there was a scene in it that requires a generic song on the radio, <laughs> pick this song. People are like, yeah, David Gray, that sounds relatable. Yeah, David Gray, generic song music. Yeah, that's something, yeah. talking about films, that's what I thought about this album. That mm. It's like a blockbuster movie and there's three or four songs that are like the action scenes <laughs> or the explosions <laughs> that they've wasted all their money on so then they can't afford yeah. through the rest of the songs that are just bland, like just b-roll of people walking down the streets yeah. but then there's this massive explosion of these uh-huh. great songs that are just visually mm. nice yeah yeah, yeah. Let, let's come back to that comment with the next song yeah. babylon oh yes now do you guys know what the name of this song is about no. i've guessed but i i'm pretty sure i'm right i, I see two views on it <laughs> number one what? you go by spelling and think oh babylon but then when you actually listen to the shambolic chorus it's a man babbling he's babbling he's on babbling that's on. exactly <laughs> what i came yeah. to the conclusion and i was of. quite pleased with that. i was thinking back in my chair when yeah. i got that but, uh, yeah i see what he's done here because he's just it. i think it's terrible but yeah he's just <laughs> saying babylon yeah and i didn't understand it until i was just it occurred to me reading the lyrics that <laughs> yeah. he's babbling on. Yes, yeah, I think it's bad mistakes that I've made. Are you being serious that you think that's... <laughs> I'm is that certain. his actual well, meaning? What's your, well, what's yeah, what, your interpretation? What else could yeah. it mean? I, I thought it was just like a place or something, isn't it meant Not to represent a utopia? No. Society oh, sort of thing. Right, that's, 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 that's a bit of a religious statement. I thought I was thing about murdering a woman, but that's, <laughs> you've really gone for it there, mate. I, I thought it was like a, an ideal place that's unattainable. No. That sort I, of thing. No, it's Babylon's it's not. It's not Biblical. the same as utopia. Yes. Yeah. It's mm. not interchangeable with that. Yeah. I don't think he's just saying utopia yeah. in the middle of the song. I think he's I saying, think he's, he's just he's saying Babylon. Okay, you're giving me a very serious like lecture. Like, <laughs> no, it's it's not about this no, place. No, no. It's about him babbling <laughs> on. You don't understand. I would, yeah, because this then brings me to the point where for a lot of his songs, there isn't really a link between the song title and the song itself. Yeah. And this is a clear example of the studio executive said, "Don't really get that. It's kind of catchy. Um, have you got any ideas of what you want to call it?" And then mm. it goes there because it's not utopia because he's got words like if you want it, come and get it. Mm. Yeah. Quite aggressive. That doesn't scream utopia. Yeah. yeah. Come and get the revolution. <laughs> come get the revolution. From crying out loud. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and he's got a really weird paradox. Let go of your heart, let go of your head. So like, well, how else are you going to make a decision if you can't use either part? Mm. It's just, that's not lyrics. That's You're babbling. relying the lightning in your veins. Well. He's relying on his anatomy book. <laughs> Heart, head, you got lungs. Yeah. Let's use your lungs. He's probably just sitting in front of a picture of like the human body pointing to different parts, yeah. which could have gone really bad. Well, not that it went well, but obviously 
Could have made the album X-rated. He, d- he didn't graduate, not his medical course. Mm-hmm. So if we've agreed then, despite Martin's, um, I think, um, I'm trying to think of a, a positive word here, but good attempt <laughs> to argue that it was about babbling, <laughs> but not babbling. What, it's lighter guitar, it's... What? Is the song, it's, a good, it's a good song. It's one of the car chase songs on the yeah, album. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. What kind of car chases? No, this is, no, like this is the one they put the money into, and this is yeah. like oh, right, one of the I nice scenes from your blockbuster film. A, an odd choice for a high speed car chase. <laughs> no. That's, that's a good song. I mean, it's a really undynamic song. Like, it's really the same the whole way through. Uh-huh. But there's a lot of effort in, like, what's been recorded, like, the strings and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, lighter guitar. And I think this, again, was one of the ones that did go to kind of. Uh, yeah, that was, this that was, was a, a very popular yeah, one. Yeah. But this is, I'm pretty sure this predates Craig Davis' Seven Days, but this is basically a white person's version of Seven Days. Like, Monday night, he's going out, yeah. there's traffic. Yeah. Tuesday night, yeah. he's coming back home. It's traffic. It's no, he's got a green light, there's still traffic. Okay. The rest is like, Wednesday, he's got washing up to do Thursday he's, charity he's, work. Yeah, I think it's bad mistakes that I've made. He's made some yeah. mistakes that week. Yeah. yeah. He, he won't let himself <laughs> off like Craig David's. Craig, David, David Gray, same person. Yeah. Oh, you've never seen the two of them in the room at the same time? No. It's a grey area oh. whether, whether they are the same person. That's an interesting choice of also, John. There you go. Right, on to the next one. Ma oh ma. Right, this has one of the funniest line readings in this whole song when he says, Definite. Definite. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Let's love... play a clip of that. Yeah, let's play that What on earth is going on in my head? You know I used to be so sharp. You know I used to be so definite. Thought I knew what love was for. That makes up for the whole absence of being able to speak properly in the, pre- the previous song. He's almost like someone's told <laughs> him at this point. Yeah, David didn't really get any of the latter one. You need to make yeah, an effort yeah. on this one. I don't know where that came from, though, to just be like, definitely. Just, uh, he doesn't do that anywhere else in the album. Well, Try a weird reading of a well, it's cause he doesn't Right, because David Gray doesn't, my theory here is he doesn't understand the difference between rep- repetition and emphasis. <laughs> right? Now, that crops up quite a lot in the album, but yeah. this is an example of him getting emphasis. Yeah, I, th- I think this was after his first ever elocution lesson. <laughs> and first and it was like, right, say it, definitely. <laughs> Definite. And he was so pleased. Yeah. Terribly proud that he I'm got it right. I'm going to put this in a song. Yeah, yeah. I could have used the word definite in a song. Definitely. Maybe my favourite part of this song is near the end, where it sounds like the lyrics in the song are about the song itself. Mm. Whereas it's, my oh my, you know, it just doesn't stop. Yeah. It's in my mind. I want to tear it up. Yeah. Tried to turn it off to push on <laughs> till the end. My oh my, it just doesn't stop. Mm. I'll fucking say. This was quite a bad song in the album. This was just boring. And yeah. All the lyrics are like that. They're just like a my bunch oh of my. rhyming platitudes and yeah. just trite and yeah. boring. 
I, I didn't I pick up on the whole part of that quote though, John. I just had them saying, my oh my, it just won't stop. <laughs> it yeah. won't stop. And I didn't appreciate that he said one won't. But yeah, I uh, charitably said it's not the best lyrically. Yeah, again. Um, turning it. to stone, right down to the bone. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's cool that you're getting into charity now, Ben, by the way. Mm, yeah, I thought I'd try and give a little. And, if we're, and if, we're, if we're going back to the thesis about him accidentally killing someone, then at this point, he does feel like he's kind of unspooling. <laughs> The <laughs> ominous background music, the stuff about water, I think he's either standing over the body or he's surrounded by the police at this point. Or he's drowned the person in a body <laughs> of water. Well, that, that definitely comes up in other songs, perhaps sailing away, I don't know. Do you think maybe he killed his mum? Because the initials <laughs> of this are M-O-M. John, are you, are, you, are you going on the record with that? <laughs> I'm going to he's go just, on. He's just asking questions. <laughs> just I'm only asking questions okay. to okay. David Gray. But Did you kill your mum? Well, I think if you I'll see the reference to killing his mum and say that that really changes the whole tenor of the song because if it's a romance song and at least I'm going on the theory that he's developed an unhealthy relationship with someone from a distance <laughs> if it's his mum that really dials it up a notch it's beyond, a bit of a Norman, think, beyond what he's capable of it's a bit of a Norman Bates situation <laughs> and David Gray kind of looks like Norman Bates a bit <laughs> like this is music that I imagine some nutcase motel owner would write okay okay yeah but uh, yeah, so other than just a tone shift, not being catchy and possibly no, killing boring. someone. This is B-roll yeah. again. Mm-hmm. Let's go on to the C-roll next song. <laughs> we not right. We not right. We is not that, right. Are going to title We are this? not right. There you go. <laughs> Thank you, John. <laughs> yeah. Thank we, you for enunciating. I've just wrote play clip. I'm assuming I mean just right at the start. Yeah. Yeah. kick from a dirty rap song yeah. the old reason. 808s getting rolled out yeah. on this yeah like this is the sort of thing that would just be thumped out of a lowrider <laughs> yeah. I don't know why it's on a David Gray album did uh, you catch the solo on this was yeah, that synth or was spooky- that a theremin I think it was a ghost I'm pretty sure it was a theremin yeah can we hear that yeah from the mountain I think that's I think that's the mother that he's killed okay haunting him yeah and that's mm. why he can't tell the difference between balls and mountaintops because he's drinking heavily to get around well, it I could explain why his hands are shaking my yeah. quote hands are shaking just can't stop no I thought that was because yeah. he was going to kill again but you're making no, the point it's the, it's the drink yeah I think it's Korsakoff syndrome that's called <laughs> that's great 
interesting you know quite a lot about that john is that oh yeah <laughs> but, again in the background he's playing with a bunch of sound effects yeah like there's a bunch of rocket whooshing sounds yeah. and then laser beam noises yeah. mm. does that his keyboard's very large <laughs> yeah. it's not the entry level he's one just playing around with all the samples is, is this the place to do that in this song or this <laughs> album or, or should he have done that and left it on the cutting floor I don't what, know. what he can do is do all of them in one song and that could be his experimental song Which i guess I thought yeah. this is what he was trying no <laughs> no this is a standard song that was pretty boring yeah well you say that i have literally nothing to say about the next song silver lining apart from the fact he says amen this is like a standard country song the chords and melody from it this song is six minutes long isn't it i don't which know is the long- I, I think it is which is like the longest song on the album oh no it's not Oh. The last song is the longest. Well, I thought that down is eight minutes, but then I think that's because I was uh, had a, a bonus track at the end, believe it or not. No, that that was the whole song. I remember listening to the bloody, whole song. Bloody hell! Uh, Again, this is another song where he has some confusions about the overall structure and size of mountains, <laughs> where he talks about matchsticks that yeah. will hold up a mountain. Yeah. Again, I just say to him, David. Mountains are big. They're not bottle-sized. You, you but can't hold them like up with matchsticks. It's like a metaphor. It makes you think, doesn't it? <laughs> I, okay, tell me what no, that means. That's, tell me what the bottle... It's up to the listener to have their own interpretation. And then they can think about these giant matchsticks. Yeah. <laughs> John's actually speechless. John, you're... It's open to interpretation. <laughs> open to interpretation. See, that, that's a great thing about this song. Oh, yeah. There's mountains and molehills, but maybe it's not the question of the size of the matchstick, it's the number of matchsticks. Yeah. Mm. Maybe maybe David Gray is revealing his billion matchstick collection maybe, on this song. Maybe, to go back to my killer theme, he's an arsonist, and that's... Yeah, mm. he burned her to death. Yeah, he that's what out. the water was about, putting her out <laughs> after he realised <laughs> it was a bad thing to do. Yeah. But, uh, but more positively, yeah, it's some thoughtful guitar movie of this. Um, he puts the song title front and centre, second word on the track. So if earlier on I've accused him of just not knowing <laughs> what he's doing when it comes to naming songs, at least in this one, he thinks I'd better mention the name of the track and yeah. probably at the start when people are still listening. The whole album's a learning experience. He's learning how to enunciate. He's learning how to write the, songs. The size of objects. <laughs> size, size of objects. <laughs> yeah, and like... He, openly ask the question what we're going to do when the money runs out yeah his career he's going to stop recording this album yeah. is what i presume will happen because <laughs> yeah. he's only got five grand and he's in his flat <laughs> yeah he's got five grand the money's running out and he's blown it on that experimental yeah. song earlier on he's blown it on all the rocket sound effects and laser beams <laughs> well if this is the year 2000 it was before itunes uh, and youtube and stuff that wasn't yeah. cheap yeah four gr- but it sounds timeless <laughs> But four grand of it went into those woo yeah. spooky synths. Well, I mean, there's basically between the Beach Boys and then that there was none of that, so that that's a big gap. That he's he's really <laughs> that's a big that's a big what? gap in time. Yeah. Beach Boys, David Gray. Uh, well, I mean, Brian Wilson's still going, so maybe he's it's still going. Mm. But that's another recording. That's a, <laughs> that's a previous episode. That's a previous episode. Brian Wilson smile. So this is less of a song and more of a musical interlude in his album, or not even a musical interlude, just an interlude. <laughs> yeah. Between songs. Just a small one. That's another song. Can we just move on to the next one? Nine Blind. The next song's pretty boring as well. The only only interesting thing is this song's the instrumental breakdown, which is okay, but it sounds a bit like on hold music on the phone. Let's get piano and violin kind of comes into it, I thought. It's just boring. 
I've not got a list of I, instruments. I, I admire people that can play the violin. I don't know. I, I admire them, but I don't think he's playing violin. I think he's on the Casio tone for violin. That's not enough to make a good song, though. Like, oh, there's piano and violin. Those are interesting instruments. <laughs> no, I mean, this, is, this, is, this is my tech box approach to music. He's <laughs> using instruments there. I'm hearing guitar, yeah, drums. Yeah, if this was like standard bass, grade music, yeah. second year, maybe. Not, not standard grade. He's not there yet. <laughs> yeah, we, we'd give you a one for that, Ben. <laughs> that's not what we're doing. That's not what we're doing. Yeah, this is basically the Asda of musicians. <laughs> Yeah. Like he's got a shopping he's list a of shopping things car. to do. Violin, oh, other PR, supermarkets are available. Sticks, we probably should say laser beams. Laser beams. Um, always his lyric: "The only things worth living for are innocence, and I think it's magic." I'm not sure. Oh yeah, yeah. As I remember reading that, yeah, because that was a strange choice for yeah. him. But unless you change that and you think that those aren't actually innocence and magic, but those are the name of two women that he likes. Innocence and magic. Innocence and magic. Well, two that's that possible, and it's possibly. Those are for? more like the names of dogs than women, to be fair. Well, we don't know what it is he's killed, but I think I've managed to bring you around to the fact that he has killed something. I'm still not bought over on that. Mate, you still think Babylon's a <laughs> story about the city <laughs> of Babylon, which is, which is elite. <laughs> Let's get on to the next song. Let's get the hell away from this and go on to White Ladder. Now, uh, this to start with... Are you sure this is White Ladder, the next one? Yes. Yes. Good. Right, let's play. The mixed up. Let's play a sample of the first couple of lines from this because it is literally impenetrable to pick out the words that he's saying on this song. <laughs> impenetrable. Really? Okay, we'll listen to it. We'll see. know what the hell the white ladder is i mean it's, it's clearly important that, yeah. mm-hmm. to the album because it's called it and this is the song yeah and he says wah, wah, tons <laughs> yeah and it, it's never elaborated on the, the it's impenetrable both and how he's pronouncing it and what it's actually about i thought it referred to some utopian society <laughs> yeah the white ladder that you climb to. All right, so Babylon. No, that, that's uh, the dystopian of music. society. That's climb every mountain you're thinking yeah. of. And you you take this the white step ladder to Babylon. <laughs> Jacob's ladder, perhaps. Wow. Jacob's white ladder. Jacob's, Jacob's white. white ladder. That's a white man's yeah. name. Uh-huh. Jacob. <laughs> that's a white. Very much unlike Jacob Zuma, the current pet oh, resident of. You've just blown my Zip theory Africa. apart. <laughs> yeah, that's what blew your theory <laughs> apart. <laughs> It was working right up to it that. It was watertight <laughs> until Jacob Zuma. I mean, yeah. I've not written down too many lyrics, which could be because I didn't actually hear them, like you're pointing out, but I thought he was. I thought the pronunciation was better than in Babylon in this one. No, it's not. No? I'm it wasn't going... very definite. Uh, <laughs> it was not definite. Yeah, I mean, I think he says things like, open up arms, loses all control. Oh, he does that whole, will you kiss me? Uh, yeah. 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 Which, you yeah. know. Ah, this is right. Hang on, there's the big one that keeps on coming through. This year's love, it ain't the last. Is that well, that's that's the next track. Yeah, this year's love. Well, I've got that down as white ladder. What? Wait, I've got. I think in your minds, 
fair enough. You've just amalgamated several yeah. songs. You just confused all the songs. Yeah. Which could, you could be forgiven for yeah. because you would just be in despair the last few songs because it's so boring. But then yeah. the next one that we come to. Next one, That's Yours Love. This is a great song. This is man. good. This, this is, is a pretty blockbuster great song. Hit. It's a blockbuster hit. I, I really don't have much else to say about it, though. Uh, it's ju- it's like a great piano melody to kick yeah. it off. And Those are just, good chords. Those are yeah, great chords. That's that's what makes a great song. If you just hear the opening chords from it, mm. you're like, oh, man, this is going to be in, a good song. I'm on the train. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's, that's hard to do. Mm. This song, I wrote down, this song is like a warm hug. A warm hug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like being embraced by a teddy bear. Yeah. I was just so... Like, I think I was just emotional because I was so <laughs> bored before. And I was like, oh, it's a good song. I'm like, yes, thank you. Yeah, so on to, on to the next track. Um, Sail Away. I read the Wikipedia page for the song Ooh. and I had one of my favourite sentences. <laughs> I haven't read it. The song is often played on the Expedia phone service while on hold due to its message of escape. <laughs> I like that a lot. That's quite good. Because this is a straight up yacht rock song, like back to the 80s yeah, stuff like some yacht rock. Michael he, McDonald, did he Doobie do Brothers. In this one? Is that his experimental feature? Uh, I, I think remember whistling, I can't remember yeah. if it's this track. It might well be. I think, yeah. I think it is this track. Because this is, uh, for, the, for the film theme, I thought, yeah, this could be closing credits music. This is <laughs> the one walking out the cinema. Yeah. yeah. You but, can tell that we've really been affected by this album because yeah. we went, is this the one he whistles on? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. It really spoke to something in me. And uh, possibly even the line to go back to his command of lyrics, I've been talking drunken gibberish. Yeah. Mm. And then this one, he says, he's been falling in and out of bars. Yeah, which I don't. Think he I, don't has. Know how, I don't know how you fall into a bar. Yeah. I can imagine you falling out of it. No, because I've heard better singing in pubs. This, I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he is basically a pub singer, I think. Yeah. But, but I mean, you know, that damning criticism to one side. To be more charitable, uh, <laughs> le- less wailing and more power in his voice. Yeah, this, this yeah. is another one yeah. of the good songs yeah. in the album. The three yeah. or four of the singles that are. I think his range is on display. I think he actually pronounces most of the words. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The single choices are quite good because. Mm. If you buy the singles off this, you don't need the rest of the songs mm. like, yeah. at all. This is probably my least favourite of the singles, though. Uh, yeah, this that's is true. probably the best part. Well, there, there were otherwise... some pretty good singles, so, you know. Well... He nails the whole aspect of sailing away. Yeah. yeah but You're going nothing... to want this on your yacht. <laughs> yeah. He's saying nothing new here no. in this song. Well, <laughs> people aren't like, <laughs> wait a second, what? imagine if you could just sail away yeah. from oh, your problems. That, no one's wrote a song nope. like that yeah. before. Holy this is shit. groundbreaking. I know, for a fact, I think Enya was angry because she'd written <laughs> Sail Away, wait, Wave Goodbye, was it? No, wait, that's this one. I don't know. Yeah. She, she, yeah, in fact, hers was just called well, Sail yeah, Away. There's and there's, there's, there's Rod Stewart's. Rod Stewart, yeah. Sail. Yeah. Who's that guy, Come Sail Away, that was on South Park? No, why don't you sing it? No. <laughs> well, don't worry, we'll cut it out. Yeah. I'm not going to cut it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that, it's a good song. It's pretty boring though. Mm-hmm. But yeah, on the on the, the kind of murder plot. On to the final song, oh. Say Hello, Wave Goodbye. This song is eight minutes of pure mm. insanity if you yeah. read the lyrics. Yeah. This this is a cover song by a group called Soft Cell. That I, I wouldn't have known unless I looked it up because this sounds like a David Gray song. Is it Soft I, Cell, I know Tainted Soft Love? Cell. Yeah, it's Tainted Love. Is it? I didn't know it was a cover. No, no that's the Wikipedia page enlightened mm. me about that. I didn't get that far. Uh. I'd scrolled through some stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. But, but this, yeah, his lyrics, John, what have you got? What have you got? This is kind of an insane song. Mm-hmm. Right, so he's talk, He's singing about some kind of girl that he met at a club called met. The Pink Flamingo. Met, killed. And met. Yeah. And who used to wear something less than a cocktail skirt. Yeah. 
and the deep red lights would fall onto her running makeup. Well, that's his photographer's darkroom for all the pictures he takes of her. <laughs> and she was cheap in the sales. Right, so, okay, what he's based... This is a song about a prostitute. Thank you. Essentially. All about a prostitute he may have murdered. Maybe his mother was a prostitute. Killed, mm. set her on fire. Oh. Tried to use some water to put her out. Yeah. And then he started drinking. And then had to sail away. And then had to <laughs> sail away to another country. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that... that they didn't have an extradition policy. Yeah. <laughs> Something where there wasn't a diplomatic relations. Yeah. He may have sailed away to Somalia. Yeah. But yeah, this is... So take, uh, there's also a really horrible, like... There's a line in this that it, by itself doesn't seem very misogynistic, but there's just a tone to it when it he says, housewife? a nice little housewife. Yeah, yeah. The tone behind that is steeped with sort of menace. Yes. Like, his nice little housewife that he'll keep like an object see, in his house. See, he could have built a song out of that. There's a lot of, yeah. there's a lot of energy in that, that one little phrase. <laughs> yeah. And he could have built, he could, oh, I mean, that's, you know, they could easily a stronger have idea. Yeah. another song and put that one instead. Probably just called a nice little housewife. Yeah. But he also doesn't, he doesn't actually elaborate whether he he's married to that housewife or it's an affair that he's having Aye. with a little housewife. Yeah, I mean, the, the relationship analysis doesn't seem to go beyond this thing that she had, like you said, what was it, slightly less than a cocktail skirt. Yeah. He wore a suit and I think the line is, so it didn't work or something. Didn't, yeah. They were great, suit doesn't work. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but then unless it's her singing to him, because at one point it's take your hands off me, I don't belong to you. Yeah, so I, think I can this imagine is actually that. the killing this bit. No, that yeah, this is when he's in the strip club and he puts a hand on her. He's like, no touching, <laughs> no touching, no touching. Yeah, take a look at my face for the last time. I never <laughs> knew you. You never knew me. Say hello. Wow. <laughs> Wave goodbye. Yeah, and then and that, she's that, waving. Yeah. Is that him tipping the bouncer on the way out? You saw nothing. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um. That. Yeah. Completely. And apparently, Seth soft sell did it all first before. I, I had no idea it was a yeah. soft sell song. I'm sure it'd be better in that tainted love yeah. type style rather than what is basically just an acoustic guitar doing mm-hmm. a ballad to a prostitute. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean... This is harmless, this song. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, unless maybe you're, not. Unless you're the prostitute. <laughs> yeah. But like the sound of this is just like harmless yeah. pop rock. But does he bring, there's a touch of an organ somewhere in there kind of Yeah, yeah, there's an organ in the background. And it brings in, and it seems that it almost kind of climaxed, but then with two minutes left of the song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I pulled it all together and then had to keep going. That's probably why you thought there was a bonus track. Because <laughs> there, there isn't a bonus track. He just holds on to the organ note for yeah, ages. Yeah. Maybe and then brings everything in. Well, I think there are bonus tracks, though. I think there's a US bonus track. Two ones I've talked about. There's one. a remix of uh, Please Forgive Me, I think. Mm, and right. then there's something else. Yes, yeah, I didn't listen to any of those. I did not listen to no. I didn't even know either of them existed. Mm. But yeah, that's the album. Right. Ratings, recommendations. Did use like, dislike hate or love this album i'm going to go with ben first because he's on the left hand side yeah so hang on so it was like dislike or hate are the chances or love or love, or love. Mm, yeah no i still like it i mean i'm going to put it out there and say that it's it's not just a nostalgia for listening to it back in the day <laughs> but it's it's inoffensive um it was there for long enough that i've, I've made my own memories that are better than that <laughs> memories of things i was doing when the yeah. song was getting made at the time um, but there's just some ridiculous kind of lyric type things where it's like he's writing about stuff that I remember but I did it much better than he did <laughs> yeah so this, yeah I like it 
this is kind of like <laughs> you like it but you thought you could have done better yeah, yeah. yeah i'm just saying it's a bit repetitive <laughs> this is the equivalent of like a rosetta stone album <laughs> like to explain to foreign musicians how you would write a song <laughs> like anybody approaching it should be able to do better than it yeah. as a baseline mm. uh-huh but, but po- I assume you're going to recommend it then to people. Yeah, I'm going, to, I'm going to recommend it, and I'm going to recommend that people try and unpick the sense that he's working through a fantasy relationship, <laughs> and he stalks somebody and accidentally kills them, and then has to deal with that. And that's mm. why he wants people to forgive him. It's an important the the album. So it, you're really looking at this as a concept album about yeah. a murder. Well, I mean, we've list- I've been listening to this album relentlessly now for 13 years, and I still don't know what the White Ladder is. <laughs> <laughs> you're like this detective on this, like... <laughs> unsolved case for 20 years like, yeah. tell me what the white ladder is <laughs> well, David he's I want to know <laughs> where's fucking, your wife he's fucking taunting this he made an yeah. album about doing it and made it a bestseller <laughs> everyone listened to it and I'm the first one to notice it's a bit of crime <laughs> now if I'm not incorrect you're, this is the last day before your retirement Ben is yeah, it not last yeah. day on the job <laughs> so I'm assuming David Gray when he listens to this is going to make an example of you because he is alive yeah he's out there he's still out there he sailed away to a country where we don't have an extradition relationship but I'm retired now so I can go hunt him down the yeah. modern lord looking <laughs> let's go around to Martin I'm going to say dislike for the album and I probably loved one or two of the songs but as an album dislike and I probably wouldn't recommend it to people hmm. it's, yeah. just, it's, it's too boring and there's not enough there it's not good enough as an album. It's not good enough as a whole album. Yeah. I, I'm going to agree with that. I, I dislike it and I wouldn't recommend it. There's so many... I would. This is the first time I've ever said this, I think, but I would outright recommend Coldplay before listening to this. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's basically yeah, the same kind of music. Yeah, but better. Think, but better. better. It better. Yeah, there's more hooks. There's yeah. more imagination to it. There's less laser beam sound effects. <laughs> there's less ghosts. Expensive laser beam soundtrack. Far less. But Coldplay haven't done a murder narrative yet. That we know of. That we know of. Well, Gwyneth Paltrow's head ended up in a box, but that wasn't, <laughs> that wasn't him, was it? Coldplay would be good for a future episode. Coldplay is a good idea. Right, that's been today's episode. Thanks very much for your views on this kind of middling, boring album. One of the top five of the decade. One of the top five boring albums <laughs> of the entire decade. To be fair, number one was James Blunt. Number one was... <laughs> is that true? Yeah, it's true. We discussed doing James Bond at one point. <laughs> well, I think we should. I think the top five are some interesting, some interesting reading. If it's more boring than this, I'm not doing does, James does, Bond. There's a Leona Lewis album on that list. Let's, let's not go for she, that list. I don't even remember who she was. She was the X Factor person. She was the X Factor. She was the X Factor. She was the X Factor. This is a great outro, by the way. <laughs> I was about to say, I've kind of got sidetracked. Great, great discussion, guys. We've got a narrative for this album. If you want to listen to all of our episodes, that's on our SoundCloud. Uh, which you can get through at our Twitter, which is HMM Choice. HMM Choice. But that's all for this month. See you next month. Goodbye.